Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. The following podcast is a work of fiction. But it is also a proud member of the Thigh Lamprey, uh, the Earwolf Network. And it continues to be sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you send a package to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642, care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogsface, Land of Foon, the 21-year-old millionaires at Cards Against Humanity will go through the charade of shoving it through the portal behind the Burger King and somehow getting it to the hosts of the show. And now, enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is the business. A year and a half ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I still get a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the portal, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, I'm always joined, I mean, with very few exceptions, I am joined by my buddies, my boon companions, Chunt, the king of the badgers. Mm, Chunt, please. Hey. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. And uh, I'm also, I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye Bye forever. Uh, And I'm also joined by my wizard friend. Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, not grandmaster. That's not a necessary application for simply saying master is enough to understand that I have mastered all aspects of light and shadow. Mm. Wow. Yes? And, like, how does that even work? Have we ever talked about, like, how your use of light and shadow even works? I, I control any all forms of light. Uh-huh. I control all forms of shadow. Great. And I can take the various magical properties of light and shadow and create my magical wonders. Wow. Duh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm also joined by my buddy, the King of the Badgers, Chunt. Hello again. Wait, what? Oh, did I already introduce Chunt? You yeah. did? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm a little hopped up on this uh, red potion. Oh, right buddy, now. we have do to. Do you have a red potion problem? No, I do not have a red potion problem. I'm just, look, it's so fun. I just fill up. I, only, I have this new mug. I'm a dad. What's your superpower? And I have about seven or eight mugs full of red potion a day. On Earth, it, is being dad a superpower? It is. It is a superpower. It's one of my feats. Because here you just knock somebody up. I mean, no. I mean, but being a dad. Becoming a dad is maybe not a superpower, but being a dad is a superpower. I see the distinction you have made. I, for the stalwart nature of fatherhood, I, and parenting in general, I, whether you be female, male, or somewhere on the spectrum, thou dost devote thy very life to protecting thy children, knowing that at least 40 to 50% of them will die. Yeah. And we're also joined by my good buddy, King of no, the Badgers. No, we already did What's that? this. We already, we already, did already said that. I said it? This is what the is third wrong time. With you? Oh, I'm sorry. I usually do him first, and then I do you second. We did that. That's oh, exactly what okay. you did. Yeah, it went yeah. in that order. Yes. Huh. Do you need to lay down? No, I'm fine. I feel full of energy. Oh, I do not need boy. to lie down. Honestly, I feel like I need to run around the tavern a little bit. Hey, can you uh, go over there and grab me a, a nail from the bar real quick? Over by the bar? Yeah, like a Let's see how fast I can do it. Hey, Yusudon. I've never seen him move like that. I hate to say this. I think we have to kill Arnie. Ah. <sighs> I think I'm he's so glad you said it. I think he's. I think he's gone. I think his brain has finally just lost. I, th- I. I worried when he came from another dimension into ours. Yes. That he wouldn't maybe. He doesn't have the fortitude to withstand our very universe. It is unnatural to him. Yeah. Yes. Killing him will it. be a mercy. Okay. So we. It's agreed. At the yes. end of this episode. Yes. One of us will kill Arnie. That's right. On three. One, One two, two. I'm back. Three. Hey. Three. What are we doing? Hey. I, you know, I just realized I, I have a lot of energy, but I am still out of shape. Yes. It is hard. That, is, that, that bar is not as close as it looks. Did you bring the ale? What's that? Did you bring my ale with raspberry, the king's juice? Is it, was, I, was that I supposed oh. to do that? Yes. Okay. Boy. All right. Well, I'll do that later. I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just order it. You introduce our guests. Oh, yes, of course. Hey, we are joined by, uh, a, I'm very excited. We are joined by Germ Crust, who is a makeup artist here in Foon. Yes, yes. A transfer to Foon. A transfer to Foon? Where did you transfer from? Uh, just outside of Foon, a little ways. It's unmarked territory. Oh, wow. There's. Yeah. I. This is the first time hearing. I'm very excited about the unmarked territory. Yes, I guess that's fairly self-explanatory, right? There's just unmarked territory along the edge of, on the outside oh, of Foon? Oh, yes, the terrible wastelands beyond Foon. I, 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 you must be very brave and strong to survive them. <laughs> yes, you said, oh, I am. <laughs> so, Gurm, you grew up in a wasteland? Um, you could say that, yes. There was a, it, it was mostly full of crumbs. Uh, just crumbs? Crum, <laughs> like crumbs of what? Of everything. Everything turns into crumbs after it exists for only a moment. Oh, wow. I appeared into the wasteland once, and it was just a bunch of teenagers. The teenage wasteland? Uh, yeah, it was awful. What? That's why nobody goes there, because uh, nobody wants to be around teenagers. You must have seen them before their crumb state. Wow. So then how do people survive? Like, how do you not turn into a crumb? I ran away. Wow. That's why I'm a transfer to Foon. Well, welcome. Welcome. I think Thank sometimes, you. too, the eagles fly over that area just eating crackers. 
Yeah, that would do it. Yes, it rains crumbs too. Yes. So like, and so so does it happen to objects or does it happen to animals too? Like, would would a dog like be chasing some candy and turn into like a hairy crumb? Uh, yes, that that could happen. I suppose. That could? Yes. You seem real pleased with yourself. I am so pleased. Look, it has been a long time since I've said something that Earth people are loving quite so much. Ah, you're a real monster. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Germ. I should be talking to you about much more important things. So you transferred from the wasteland to Foon. Yes, yes. And you're a makeup artist. I am. I am. I'm very proud to be a makeup artist. I have my own line. Oh, your own line of makeup? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does it have a name? Yes. Crust. Foundation. Crust foundation. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I specialize in textures. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find myself to be a very inclusive makeup artist. Uh-huh. Yes. Anyone with any texture face will do. Oh, great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Could, you, could you give Usador a makeover? Well, I did. I actually, I'm very nervous because I, Usador is um, a hero of mine. Oh, wow. Um, he, well, you know, I use a lot of light. And shadow in my work. Yeah, eyeshadow, right? Yes, that is part of it. I see you're wearing a blue eyeshadow. Is that because of Usador the blue? Um, well, the blue is special. I made it from berries oh. <laughs> um, that I found in my garden. And, and yes, I, I do only put it on for special occasions. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, the, the makeup artist uses uh, uh, light and shadow, uh, not dissimilar from myself. But to create contours and textures and shapes that were not there before that please the eye. Indeed. I'm Indeed. so fascinated by what things you use to make the makeup. So you use berries maybe for some uh, blue eyeshadow. What other do. things do you make your uh, makeup out of? Oh, um, all sorts of textures. I've used stones before. Stones? Yes, just attach the stone to the face to <laughs> add a little appenditure. That would add sure. some texture, yeah. Yes. yeah. It, I see your, your cheeks seem to be very red. Is that blood? Yes, yes, it's my very own blood. Wow. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So you just make yourself bleed and then you put that blood on your face. Beauty is pain. Yes, I don't have to make myself bleed. It just happens. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm not sure about. Oh, that's uh, yes. Okay, sure. No, yeah, yeah. This common occurrence. Oh, I, get, I yeah. totally get where you're. Where you're uh, yeah, yeah. But you're a big fan of Usador. Yes, Let I'm. Let me. A I'm going to get up and move your chair closer to him. Uh, and uh, why don't you guys get to know each other? Uh, well, I, I'm very, I'm very flattered, of course, and of course, uh, I must then, if you are a fan, ask you this simple question: Will you join my quest to defeat the Dark Lord of Foon? Oh, you Usador, of course. Yes. Wow. Oh, finally. The Quest has a makeup artist. <laughs> you would think, I know a lot of people who think that isn't very important, but I am very good at doing makeup on the dead as well. Oh. Um, yes. So I, if Usador dies on this quest, you can make him up. Oh, well, hopefully that won't happen. But I mean, if anyone dies, sure. it, oh, I, there are lots of dead children in Foon. Yeah, so much child death. And... um. I, I sometimes their parents want them to look alive for special oh. occasions. Sure. So I'm good at making them look like they're wearing eyes uh-huh. that are open. I've seen that before where you paint a little rock with the eyeball on it and just put it on top of their eyes. Yes. So it looks like they're just staring into nothingness. Oh, boy. Yes. There are lots of reasons to have a makeup artist on a quest with you. As she already mentioned, you, you can make up uh, your, the corpses of fallen heroes. Mm-hmm. 
prop them up against something, and your enemy's like, oh, there's still, like, there's so, hundreds of them. There's so many of them, and they're just staring. They're staring at so intensely. Yes, yes. and honestly, a little bit of makeup <laughs> makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. It sure. goes a long way. Yes. I'm, I actually specialize in faces like yours, Usador. Okay. I don't know if anyone has ever told just you this. Just real fucked up faces? Well, I wouldn't say that, uh-huh. but uh, you do have a very... Um, a ribbed texture to your face. Very oh. true. Very wrinkled. Very weathered. Yes. And I ribbed. really love that kind of texture. I try to use it in all my work. Oh. Is so it, that brings pleasure to you? Yes. His yes. ribbed face? Yes. <laughs> Is it a challenge with all that stubble? Like, he's growing his beard back. Is it tough to, like, do makeup on a sort of sort of stubbly beard Oh, no. I just elongate it. Oh, really? Yes. What, like, what would you use? Um... I would use, I would say, sometimes uh, little bits of clay Mm -hmm. um, just to elongate the beard a little bit, add little pieces onto it. I also don't mind using meat. Meat? Just slap some meat on his face. Yes, I don't mind using meat on faces. Yes, sir. We put it in our faces. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. You've never worn a meat beard? I don't think I have. I don't. I feel like I would remember if I had. I mean, but let's be honest, I've found meat in my beard. I believe that. Feathers. Feathers. You use feathers as well. I think Usador would look great with a feather beard. Here's the thing. Usador's beard, I don't know how long it would take for you to grow your beard back. She could make you a feather beard that you could have for a long time until it grows itself. This is tempting. I would do it free of charge for you. Really? I I would feel bad for that. I would want to compensate you in some way. Uh, uh, (laughs) Not necessary. uh, And of course, you know, I I don't want people to make fun of me for having a beard weave. Oh, no, no. It's quite quite different. You you don't think people would would sort of look at me across the room and be like, oh, look at this guy trying to... Look at old Johnny Featherbeard. I have created masterpieces for faces, and no one has ever looked strangely at anyone wearing one of my masterpieces. If anything, they're looking out of um, something that I would call jealousy. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, they covet that beard. Yes. So if you are to wear one of them, I would say you would probably be the most fancy person in the room. What would you use to keep the beard? The feathers on his face. Um, spit. Spit. Yes. And so that's how beards of a feather stay together? I'm in. Spit, nature's glue. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Let's all work up some saliva. And when we come back... Makeover. We'll, makeover night. We'll do a Usador feather beard makeover. Yes. Yes. And we'll win against the Dark Lord. And, oh. I will, I will <laughs> and in this next segment, we're going to win against the Dark Lord. Looking good is the best way to win. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. 
like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. So, all right, I got myself a little more red potion here. And we are joined by my co-host, Chunt. We already did this. We did this part? What is going on oh god my nose is bleeding a little bit oh, oh i could geez. use that please oh sure yeah here here uh, um, here let me get put it just put it in this mug <laughs> okay put this mug on okay it's a different mug and i'm not gonna uh, use mug my... blood oh, i hate mug blood <laughs> mug blood hey careful there's don't... no magic in yeah, mug yeah, blood. No, don't use that's not a nice term all right but yeah i'm gonna fill this mug up with my blood so just don't mind me i'm gonna be bleeding into this mug usador has been made over and he looks amazing wow <laughs> my my feather beard Makes me feel so confident, mm-hmm. proud, masculine. And your eyes are, they're smizing, which is like, yes. I've never seen, it's smize. I just call yes. it smiling with your eyes. It uh-huh. is. Oh, yes, yes. Eyes. I actually, um, my best friend, Griselda, um, created that term. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. I heard about it on the banks of, uh, there's that river on the banks of Tyra. I heard of um, smizing. Oh, that's where <laughs> she's from. And I think the way Usador's cheekbones are extending, if you went out to the street, like, maybe you'd look like Lee Mabel. Like, maybe, maybe it's maybe, Lee Mabel. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, now, uh, is there anything I need to know to take care of such a feather beard? Like, what's the maintenance routine that I must go through every day? Um, well, I'd be happy to fluff it for you. Oh, well, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> Since you'll be joining me on the quest, that shan't be a problem. Right. <laughs> How long does a feather beard generally last? Feather beards could last up to a year. Oh, only a year. But you know what? Don't get yourself down. Uh, I would say feather beards are probably the most easily maintained of the mm-hmm. beards. Um, I've made beards out of oats. Yeah. Um, just pure oats. Yeah. And also horse. Horse. Mm-hmm. Just the meat. Have you ever used, like, hail? Like, I know it's, you know, like if you just collect a bunch of hail from the sky. You can oh, maybe no, mix it with I'm the, going mix to. Mix it with the oats. And I get would some hail and oats. do that. I think I must try that. Yeah, just, yeah. just think uh, about oats it. Oats and collecting hail. She's not a rich girl. <laughs> uh, oats uh, cost money. All right, we'll talk about this when she's gone. Oh, well, I do have some. I do have a little bit of money. Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh. I didn't mean to. Wow. I do have my own I assume you relied foundation. on the old man's money. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a. Crust Foundation, so oh, crust, crust foundation. foundation. Well, well, yeah, well. That's my company, yes, my makeup that's right. company. So how much? So you you've done quite well for yourself as a makeup artist, and as a as a crust fund baby. Yes, well, I didn't have a family from the early beginning. Uh huh. You know, I was a runaway, so sure. I had to do things my own way. For a while, I was just disguising myself as um, just piles of things that you might find in the streets uh-huh. because then no one would bother me and yeah. I realized that this was a skill yeah. I could use so I started using it on um, other people who are just wandering animals anything that would give me the time of day let me break that down yes you were disguising yourself as things on the street with makeup y- no with the things on the street oh with the okay <laughs> I, I was just, I yeah. yes i see i see i see yes. and that's yeah. it's all a matter of perspective right like some people would say 
look, I just dived into a pile of things in the street. But if you, if you think about it as disguising yourself as that pile of things, that's the first step towards becoming something. Yes. Towards yeah. becoming a makeup that's artist. That's truly accepting the world around you. Yeah. And that's what someone who is an, uh, an entrepreneur would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then how did you make the transition into professional makeup work? Well, she said, so you started making up animals as they would pass by. Yes. How did they feel about it? Um, we didn't really talk about it. Sure. Some of the animals probably talked, but some of them maybe didn't talk. Right. What is the most interesting creature that you've ever done makeup for? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Probably a ghost. Ooh. How does that even work? Oh, I have a bit of a ghost following. Sure. Uh, Like they just follow you? Like, are you you haunted? Yes. There's three behind her right now. Oh, oh, hey, there's a ghost. Right oh, you there. can see them good. Yeah, that means yeah. the makeup is working. Wait a second. So everyone can't see the ghosts? Oh, but it's because of the makeup. Right. It's not because, like, I'm cursed or something like right. that. Right. So, you know, I have a lot of colleagues that believe that makeup should disappear. Mm-hmm. Th- that good makeup can, d- goes unnoticed. Sure. Good yes. makeup goes unnoticed. But in my mm-hmm. eyes, good makeup makes you be seen. Sure. So the ghosts, all they want is to be seen. Yeah. And I developed a sort of ghost foundation that instead of being transparent is actually very, very visible. Sure. Yes. Wow. Yeah, they look gaudy. Yes. Yes. But great. I love the beautiful colors you use. I love that there's a pink ghost and then there's a blue ghost. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there's one that's just a pair of eyes that's seem, seeming to run away. Well, he he's not being done made up. I had to just stop in the middle just so I could come sure. talk with you yeah. all. Oh, wait. Oh, they're chasing pizza skull around, around the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not responsible for them. <laughs> oh, pizza! Now Pizza Skull is chasing them. Oh, Oh, man. I love pizza. Irascible. Can I ask you something? Um, Absolutely. So you said you can do makeup for the dead, make them look alive. So say, like, let's choose at random. Like, let's say Arnie died at the end of this episode. You would be able to make him up in such a way that if we just propped him in this chair, put his mug in his hand, people walking by wouldn't know he was dead? Yes. I mean, I suppose people would still come and do interviews with him. Hmm, Really? Yeah. But they would. But here, look, if I died, which obviously I'm not going to die anytime soon, if there was just like a a me propped up here, like the guests wouldn't get the great questions that I put out there, the the way I draw things out of people. We could put some sunglasses on you, put a shirt from Hawaii on you, and I feel like people would just assume you're still alive. Maybe. Maybe. Can I be honest? You still were. Eastnor and I were talking about maybe killing you. What? Don't, don't. Ah. We, what? I, we don't want to. You're one of our best friends, and we love you, but it seems like you've gone crazy. I have not gone crazy. You introduced me like five times. Well, You're drinking too much red potion. I'm, I, I, look, okay, look, I, okay, maybe I'm drinking a little too much red potion. I, I'm sorry to do this in the middle of your interview. Oh, no, it's fine. I did notice your face has kind of a melting texture to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, no, that's not bad. I've, I have been feeling a little bit like I'm melting. I didn't know that it's actually physically manifest. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, maybe I should cool it on the red potion. Maybe, you know what, here's what I'll do. I'll pull back and only have four or five mugs of red potion a day. Instead that's of, still too many. Still too many? They're... They're a medicine. You know, you're, you're supposed to, if you're almost dying, you're supposed to drink a red potion and, and replenish your life. Hey, okay, you're right. You're right. 
I will only drink a red potion when I've come very close to dying. Like you guys said, you were going to kill me, so I'm just no, going to have no, 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 that's the kind of talking I like. Yeah, I don't think okay. you're helping here, exactly. Well, I'm just saying, it, you can use it for other things. You can ingest it in other ways than just orally. Really? Yes. Like? Um, you can use like it as I a could, lotion. Oh, okay. I, you I can thought put it, was it like on a, the ends of your hair and oh, okay. dye like little tips. Oh, and so would, it absor- would Red Potion absorb into my skin? Yes, and it'll get to the effects, but it'll just be elongated a little elongated. bit. You won't have to have four mugs. Oh, I see. I thought maybe you were suggesting like a butt-chugging situation. What? No, no, that's crass. Do you guys not have that on Foon? Oh, no, we've got it. We just know better than to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, better, that's better. Even I don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, no, even you don't talk yeah. about butt-chugging? I mean, crass. sure, I tried to put soup in my butt for a couple of months. I wouldn't put red potion That's up there. Right. I am very good at making butts look like faces, but really, you're very good at making butts look like faces. Yes. Oh, well, let's all get to make over then. Could you give Usador's butt a feather beard? <laughs> well, I would be honored. Let's do it. Well, Germ, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, we, we should maybe wrap this up because, you know, it's, I'm sure it's going to take a while to put this feather beard on his butt. And the listeners don't want to hear every part of that process, no. probably. And then we're going to war after that with the Dark Lord. Exactly. Oh, and so then are you going to... You sort of, you've just been treading water here at the tavern for the last year and a half. Now that How you, dare you? Now that you have a makeup artist, a feather beard, and, and very soon a butt beard made of feathers, you guys are just going to go off on your, and you're going to go to war? Nay, we shall not leave tomorrow, but soon a war is coming. I'm very good at inciting action. Wow. I, li- <laughs> I, I like how proactive you are. You're like, I'm going to dive in a pile of stuff in the street, and from here, things are going to happen for me. Yes, I'm very wily. That's great. Mm-hmm. There are well, dark and evil dealings all around us, and we must prepare. Well, before we go, I'd like to read an email here real quick. Um, hey, guys. Uh, this is sent to Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. is a real email address. Hey, guys. I'm a former infantryman slash killing machine from the United States Army who has turned to cooking. I'm a future owner of a food truck, think hot food cart pulled by horses, and am looking for a part-time job to help pay for it. You guys looking for a guard slash cook for your tavern? Don't worry about how I'll get there. I'll find you easily. I'll accept mead and the blood of your enemies as payment. Sincerely, Sergeant Adam Tadeo. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm very sorry, Adam, if I've mispronounced that. Sergeant Adam Tadeo. Wow. Seems like a nice guy. Well, he, yeah. if you want to have a job at Choo Choo's Chow, I would definitely uh, could use some help over there. I, I mean, I would love it if someone from Earth came to cook food here because I, I'm, even Choo Choo's Chow, I'm sorry, guys, the food at Choo Choo's Chow is just not to my taste. Then not to my How liking. How dare you? You store, I think we have to kill Arnie. <laughs> I agree. Hey, do we have time to talk about the Foo Fighters? Uh, no, next week. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. We promised to talk about the Foo Fighters this week. Are they Foon Fighters? No, guys, next, next week. week. Uh, next week, we'll talk about the Foo Fighters. This is taking ever long. Oh. 
alas, all the images you've constructed in your mind have simply been an elaborate castle made of sand. And here comes my big salty wave to tell you that none of that really happened. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Junt was played by Adel Rafai. Gurm Crust, the makeup artist, was played by special guest Mary Tilden. Mary performs with Devil's Daughter at the I.O. Theater in Chicago, as well as The Herald at the Mission Theater. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Evan Jacover, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Arnie Niekamp. This episode was edited by Garrett Schultz. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is there any sort of interny stuff you need me to do? Oh, Trisha, yes. There's a storeroom full of sentient mechanical pens, and I need someone to keep them company. Craig, can you finish this up while I show Trisha to the storeroom? Uh-huh. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard LeBon, additional audio effects by Jason Knox, production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Oh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is going to be performing live at the Now Hear This Fest in Anaheim, uh, which is going on October 28th to the 30th. Now Hear This Fest is like the Comic-Con of podcasts, with live performances and special events for podcast fans. Uh, besides Magic Tavern, you can also see Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, WTF, Lore, Super Ego, The Moth. I, I don't know how we got invited. And there's a lot more, really too many to mention right now, so just go to nowhearthisfest.com for more info. Remember, Trisha, the sentient pens may tell you things, horrible things, but they're just fooling. <laughs> Oh man, I love pizza! Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.